the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. He's coming for your guns. Actually, there are a lot of people coming for your guns, and up until the last week or so, they haven't been willing to say it out loud. One guy said it so loud and so long that he separated himself from the Democrat pack and won himself an award. And now, it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. That's right. He's a member of Congress who made it clear that he has no concept of what the Second Amendment is for. Ladies and gentlemen, the Honorable Mondaire Jones of New York. We can't let you get away with this anymore. Enough is enough. Enough of you telling us that school shootings are a fact of life when every other country like ours has virtually ended it. Enough of you blaming mental illness and then defunding mental health care in this country. Enough of your thoughts and prayers. Enough. Enough. You will not stop us from advancing the Protecting Our Kids Act today. You will not stop us from passing it in the House next week, and you will not stop us there. If the filibuster obstructs us, we will abolish it. If the Supreme Court objects, we will expand it. And we will not rest until we have taken weapons of war out of circulation in our communities. Each and every day, we will do whatever it takes to end gun violence, whatever it takes. What we will do is not fail the children of this country the way that you have failed us. The generations of Columbine, Sandy Hook, Parkland, and Uvalde. Except in Chicago and Baltimore, Detroit, places like that. Anyway, let's expand the Supreme Court until you have enough votes to get what you want. What could go wrong there? Well, Mondaire Mondaire Jones got enough votes to win this week's Windows R Us Honorable Jerk of the Week Award. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Well, we will talk to someone from the Board of Firearms Owners Against Crime about this uh, stupidity in our second half hour tonight. But coming up, in case you didn't know, um, and how could you not, June is Pride Month, which means a pride parade could be marching down your street any day now. And your kids are invited. Stick around. Balance of Nature. Changing the world one life at a time. Well, I'm feeling better. I mean, I wasn't really feeling bad before. I actually think I'm feeling a little better because of it. I'm doing things more than usual than I normally do. I'm packing the move, and I've been holding up, and usually I have to stop and take rest and get tired. So I really do believe that it is helping. My day's better. i got a little more energy than I used to, and it just seems to pull me together. We really like the product. It has helped us. We're promoting it to our friends. I seem to be maintaining. I don't think I'm declining. You know, I feel like I'm doing okay. I'm getting up in the morning. I, I don't feel fatigued. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature right now. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com for more information or to place your order. Shipping is always free. And don't forget to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code BALANCE. Today, the majority of children have already been exposed to pornography by age 11. Even though most of this is accidental, this exposure can have disastrous consequences for their mental health and future well-being. If you want to protect your child and set them up to have healthy relationships, you need Canopy. Canopy is the most effective technology on the planet for blocking pornography. 
Canopy's app uses artificial intelligence to identify and filter explicit content on every website. It can do this in milliseconds and is 99.9% accurate. While other apps block entire pages, Canopy is the only tool that filters within websites, plucking out explicit images and videos before they appear. Its image scanning technology also prevents users from taking and sending sexts. The Internet is awash in pornography, but your kids don't have to see it. Head on over to canopy.us forward slash protect to start your 30-day free trial. Enter the promo code PROTECT and get 15% off the regular price for life. Well, as you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their lives. And he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now Mike has done it again by introducing his My Slippers. This is John Steyerwald. For a limited time, you can save $90 on a pair of My Slippers. And this blowout sale of the year is not going to last long, so order now. Mike has taken over two years to develop. The My Slippers are designed to wear indoor and out all day long. They're made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and they're made with quality leather suede. Call 1 800 716 8087 and use the promo code STAG or go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code STAG. Again, this offer will not last long, so order now with promo code STAG at MyPillow.com. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Are you tired of that wet, moldy basement? If so, then it's time for G&J Waterproofing, award-winning service with no gimmicks. And now, exclusively offering mold remediation with every job done. By Bactronics, the number one company when it comes to mold remediation. G&J and Bactronics, the two best all in one. Call today for your free inspection. 724-681-8944. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreenquiz.com now and take the American Cancer Society's two-minute cancer screening quiz to find out what screening tests are right for you. Don't wait. Take the quiz. Get screened. Go to cancerscreenquiz.com now. cancerscreenquiz.com. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Uh, Let me start this segment out with this. I don't care if you're gay or not. I just don't. Okay, just so we get that out of the way. But we have uh, 27 days left in Pride Month. That's a celebration of everything gay and transgender. Not sure who decided this, uh, but it's everywhere. Corporations are tripping over each other to tell you how thrilled they are to be celebrating it. Even the U.S. Marines, believe it or not, put out an ad with rainbow bullets. This could mean that a gay pride parade could be coming near you soon. Paula Boyard, the editor of PJ Media, is here to tell you what to expect. Paula, thanks for coming on. Hi, John. Thanks for having me on. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go. I was going to say. Okay, I was going to say the gay pride uh, stuff is everywhere you look in the mm-hmm. culture. It's on billboards. It's on the radio. It's on the TV. It's all over the internet and in your inbox and, you know, all the companies that you know and love um, are advertising and virtue signaling their pride. And in some areas, uh, many areas, there will be pride parades as well, uh, which in my opinion, it's kind of a grooming activity. And uh, one article yesterday, you know, warned that kids who are taken to these parades will be exposed to nudity and kink uh, but it said not to worry because overall it's a good event and it's educational for kids to learn about these things at a young age. Again, yeah. groomers. Yeah, we're being told this is okay for the kiddies. Uh, and uh, don't worry about it. And, I, and it used to be gay parades and now it's pride. So I, I guess it includes more than gay. And you know, I, I'm, I'm guessing that's what the, the, the name has changed, I think. LGBTQ plus LMNOP. I've lost track of the number. They're going to have the entire alphabet on there before long. And they've also had to update the flag, uh, the gay pride flag. It used to just be the colors of the rainbow, and now they've got all kinds of psychedelic things to represent Black Lives Matter and all sorts of various causes and and identity groups. Yeah, so, uh, and you wrote about this today at uh, pjmedia.com. 
What is fatherly.com? It sounds like a website that might have good advice for parents. You would think so, that, you know, the name, you know, advice for fathers, advice for parents, but it's obviously a, a let, uh, you know, left-leaning site, um, and they're celebrating Pride Month and, you know, giving advice, 10 ways to celebrate Pride Month with your children, and, um, you know, encouraging parents to expose their children to what I would consider X-rated content in some cases. And it's not, it's, 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 um, it's, it's not just advising parents how to present this stuff to their, their kids. It's encouraging them to do it and saying that not only should you not be uncomfortable with it, you should love it, celebrate it, make sure your kids see all this stuff. Right. It's almost an imperative that, you know, if you're, if you want to be a good progressive parent, this is what you need to do is expose your children to nudity and kink and, you know, in the streets of America. Yeah. Which, by the way, when when did that become legal to parade nudes through city streets? You know, that used to be illegal and, and you could get arrested for it, but now it's a source of, quote, pride and we're supposed to all celebrate it and, and look at it as a good thing. Well, it used to be that boys weren't allowed in the girls' bathroom, so, you know. But yeah. That's, <laughs> We're, exactly right. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, anything goes these days. But we are talking about grooming here. Um, and who, who is it that's selling this stuff? And, and who, who is it that they're targeting? Um, in this particular article at Fatherly, Fatherly they quote a, somebody with a Ph.D. after her name, which means she must be way smarter than the rest of us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's saying that nudity and, and other things are, you know, it's just a good laugh and, and things kids should enjoy. And she's celebrating that there are baby be- beanie babies with giant penises on them. And so she said for a fourth and fifth grade kid, that's super funny. Well, of course it is, but you're also exposing kids to adult themed materials that they, you know, people have no business showing to little kids. And that's what rumors do. They, you know, lower their defenses and get them accustomed to, in many cases with groomers, pornography and adult-themed ideas and, you know, as a way of grooming them and, and, and preparing to abuse them in many cases. What's what's interesting or maybe disturbing, whatever the word is you want to use here, um, is that the nudity and the um, promotion of sexual activity or sexual toys it still seems to be not okay to do that for heterosexual sex, but okay for gay sex. If it's you know if it's tied in with transgender or or um, gay um, causes or issues, then it's okay. But you could you would never have a parade celebrating just sex and have men and women engaging in either simulated or actual sex acts on a parade or or running around naked, is people would be stunned and, and outraged. Right. Well, and because of intersectionality and the victimology on the left, saying that certain groups are, you know, above criticism almost, and it's become this third rail that uh, you can't touch, and especially in certain cities like, you know, uh, Los Angeles or San Francisco or New York City. Uh, that would never happen around here where I live in <laughs> rural Ohio. Um, but, you know, if you're in a big city, you can expect to see this kind of thing in, in your streets and, and in your school libraries and in your children's schools and, and you know, everywhere you go. So uh, how much of a role are, are the schools and government playing in recruiting for the cult, which is what this has become? Are you there, Paula? We lose her. Oh, we lost you there for a second. Are you, can you hear me, Paula? Hi. I lost you there for a minute. Oh, uh, here you, what, what was your question? Uh, sorry, you're back. I, well, yeah, we lost you there for a second. Yeah, I just, how much of a role uh, are schools and the government playing in recruiting for what amounts to this uh, cult that's out there? Right. Well, they would never call it that, right? They mm-hmm. would say that they're just you know, teaching the facts to kids and, and making sure everyone feels accepted and and loved for who they are and what they are and whatever gender they are. But, you know, schools are very much in this fight, and it's led by a lot of activist groups like Listen that's 
for example, raising money to get gay-themed books into children's schools and to expose you know, things like that to them at a very young age. They have books for kindergarten-age children about gender and about um, you know, different sexual proclivities. Um, I guess it was uh, the White House, the president himself, started uh, June as uh, Pride Month with an actual official proclamation, didn't he? And he was couldn't have been more enthusiastic about it. No, he loves this stuff. Um, I'm waiting for him to light up the, ra- the White House in rainbow colors. Remember when Obama did that? No, I forgot um, about that. So, yeah. far, so far, we haven't seen it from Biden, but the, the month is still young. We've still got a long, long way to trudge through this month. Yeah, well, you know, I... Um if I'm ever elected president, I am going to pick a month. I haven't decided which one it is yet, but it's going to be called Get Over Yourself Month. Where um, I would support that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, where nobody cares what you are, okay, Except other than just a fellow human being. We don't care what your cause is. We don't care what your grievances are. Just get over yourself. And that, mm-hmm. it, it, would that be nice? I think that'd be terrific. I would definitely sign up for that, and I would wear that T-shirt. I was at an event one time, and they were talking about, you know, on everything you fill out, it asks, you know, if you're, what your race is, or a lot of things, you know, are you black, are you white, are you Hispanic? And the guy giving the talk said he always fills those in with the word human, (laughs) taking up the race card and perpetuating that myth. We're all human. We're all, you know just different shades of melanin and, and not any different inside. And I like that. And I think you can add that to your campaign when you're president. Yeah, well, but everybody has to have a have a, uh, a cause or a tribe that they belong to now. And um, th- this doesn't work if it's not just um, enthusiastically proffered by the media and, 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 and promoted by the media. Right. Well, the media and um, the entertainment industry is full of it, and it, but it all starts generally. A lot of the garbage starts in universities, and they get together at their little cocktail parties or their study sessions or whatever, and and you know decide what they're going, what they think should be the predominant values in the culture, which doesn't reflect in any way, shape, or form the actual predominant value system in the culture. Yeah, and we're talking to Paula Bolliard. He's she's the uh, editor of PJ Media. Uh, you can find her, her piece there at pjmedia.com. You have a couple of pieces up there at the site uh, this week, really good ones about this whole fascination with the gay movement and and uh, June being uh, Pride Month and all that stuff. Um, it's is it is it is, it, is it, are we are, have we seen this go down the road? So far, that it's, there's no turning back. I mean, how do you, how do you, uh, you guys and other uh, sites and publications like yours, radio shows like this, you try to push back, but I just, I just don't see it working. I, I, you know, until until a few months ago, I thought, you know, we are this is just beyond the we're lost completely. But then you started to see people pushing back. You see parents going to school board meetings, and you see. Um, Glenn Youngkin being elected governor of Virginia, largely based on parental concerns about what's going on in schools. So I think parents are becoming more aware of it when, you know, kids had Zoom classes during COVID. Parents got to see the things that were going on in the classroom. And so that gives me some hope that, you know, we're pushing back and maybe we're uh, definitely gaining some converts in, in this culture war right now. But it's kind of hard to push back when you're sending your kids off to school and you really don't know what they're bringing home with them, what they've learned right. there that day. Uh, that's a that's a tough fight. Uh, it used to be, mm-hmm. you know, when when things were normal, that you when you sent your kid off to school, public school, uh, private school, whatever it was, you had a pretty good idea that the teachers had the same values that you have. That they were going to teach, you know, right and wrong, and they probably they were going to keep their politics out of it and just teach reading, writing, and arithmetic. Uh, but you can't you can't be confident about that anymore. Right, exactly, and that's that's one reason I homeschooled my kids. But you know, I encourage parents to do that if they can, or send their kids to 
private schools where you know the, they know the teachers and administrators share their values. And in fact, so many parents are doing that. There's been a huge increase in homeschooling. Um, I talked to a board member of a private school, a Christian school in this area. Their attendance is up 100%, and other schools in this area are as well, and they're expanding and building new buildings to cope with the influx of students. Uh, if, if you know, getting back to this uh, the, the, this uh, June being Pride Month, um, you know, if the White House is involved, which they are, it was they came out with this proclamation, and then there's a major political component to all this. Um, Joe Biden says the rights of LGBTQ Americans are under relentless attack, and that includes quote um, an onslaught of dangerous anti-LGBTQ legislation targeting transgender children and their parents, and interfering with their access to health care. That's a big one there, isn't it? Health care. What they mean by that is uh, pu- puberty blockers, uh, surgery, and maybe without parental consent. That's what, that's what they're pushing for, isn't it? Right. And, they, you know, they started this long march many years ago when they started having health clinics in some schools and, you know, getting kids birth control pills or driving them for a abortions and since they got away with that now they think they can drive kids to get you know their genitals mutilated or put them on hormone blockers that will affect them for the rest of their lives we don't know what'll you know what what kind of side effects these things are going to have long term for those children and and they are children you know we, yeah, we can't yeah, yeah. And what what does this say to parents though who are trying to push back against the transgender insanity and prevent their kids from being recruited into this cult. Uh, right. Well, we need, we need brave parents to stand up. It's a hard thing to stand against the culture and to take the abuse. And we've seen what, what's happened to some of these parents who have gone to school board meetings. They've been attacked and, um, you know, treated like pariahs in their communities. But what greater cause is there than to save our children from this dangerous ideology? Um, you know, we, we need warriors to, you know, they're, they're going to be called every name in the book. And this is what the left does. They call you a homophobe or a transphobe or whatever and, you know, try to marginalize you. But we have to just keep pushing back. And we need brave parents who are going to stand up and, and be willing to take the heat for their children. Yeah. Uh, and, and how do you, Paul, how do you think this is uh, this uh, pandering that the Democrats, including the President of the United States, uh, are doing to to such a small minority plays politically. Because, uh, you know, there's only uh, seven-tenths of a percent of the people in the United States are transgender. At least they were half an hour ago. Now they the kids are now becoming, they think they are because they think it's kind of cool or you get a lot of attention for being it. But basically it's like less than one percent of the people in the population, one percent of the population. But the 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 effort and the passion that they uh, show for promoting this, how does it benefit them politically? What, well, it benefits them politically in safe states like New York and California, but yeah. in rural Ohio or in you know Pennsylvania, this stuff is not flying. And Biden and the Democrats are headed for a huge shellacking in the midterm elections. And yes, the economy is a huge part of that, and inflation. But these culture issues are also bubbling under the surface, and surveys show, honest surveys, but that's real questions. Parents are not going for this, and they're they're not liking what what they're seeing from the Democrats. Yeah, and and uh, it's uh, it's going to have an effect on public school uh, enrollment for a while. I think uh, you say you home. How long have you been homeschooling? Well, my kids are graduated and married, oh. and I have grandkids. But oh, okay. um, yeah, I, I homeschooled all the way through. They were, and they yeah. they turned mm-hmm. out to be regular human beings. They are. Uh, <laughs> one son working for Department of Homeland Security, as a matter of fact. So wow, yeah, uh, very good. Uh, he's protect protecting the homeland. So I'm glad to have someone like him in that role. Well, I'm glad we have people like PJ Media doing the stuff that you guys are doing, and you're the editor there. And I appreciate you coming on the show, Paula. Thanks. Thanks, John. Great to be with you. Okay, that's Paula Boyard. You can find her work and other really good work at pjmedia.com. We'll be right back.
with SRN News, I'm John Scott. Today's jobs report has drawn strong criticism of the president's economic policies. U.S. employers added 390,000 jobs in May, the lowest monthly gain in the past year. The America First Policy Institute lays the blame squarely at the feet of President Biden. It says in a statement, quote, as the possibility of a full-blown recession becomes more and more likely, it is clear the Biden administration's harmful economic policies continue to hurt American workers and families. The statement also notes slower job growth comes against a backdrop of the worst inflation in 40 years and gas prices is nearing $5 a gallon. Bob Agner reporting. President Biden with no direct plans to visit Saudi Arabia later this month, although his administration has been trying to repair relations with the oil-rich kingdom, especially with gas prices hitting record highs. This is SRN News. Where are your family's old film reels, videotapes, and photos? Are they sitting in dusty shoeboxes and neglected bins at risk of completely fading away? Digitizing your aging media with Legacy Box is the safe and easy way to preserve and pass down your family's legacy. Simply send your Legacy Box kit filled with old home movies and pictures. Legacy Box does the rest, converting your moments to DVD or digital. Legacy Box has been trusted by over 1 million families and has over 10,000 five-star reviews. Be your family's hero. Unlock the memories trapped on VHS, camcorder tapes, and 8mm reels. Experience the joy and excitement of rewatching your wedding day, baby's first steps, and Christmas mornings. Feel relief knowing all those cherished moments are safe from fires and water damage. The Legacy Box Father's Day event is happening now. Go to LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to save 50%. Legacy Box is great for your family or as a gift for dad. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX for 50% off. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. Charlie Kirk sees a blind eye of justice. So Michael Sussman got away with it. He was the chief architect who designed the entire scheme against Donald Trump. It's a blow to all decency and justice, I'll be very honest. They're allowed to spy on a president, lie about it, use campaign funds to do it. All the while, there is no justice and no accountability. The Charlie Kirk Show, weeknights at 9 on AM 1250. The answer. Summer is almost here and the open road awaits. This is John Steigerwald and Pitt Cycles has what you're looking for. Choose from a huge selection of 136 models from Indian, Triumph, KTM, Royal Enfield, and more. Plus, some big exciting changes coming just around the bend. Get your trade in value in seconds at PitCycles.com and see just how easy it is to take your ride to a whole new level. Pit Cycles in Warrendale next to Jurgles. Reserve now and beat the rush at PitCycles.com. Your spouse has said your marriage is over and they're ready to walk out the door. So where does that leave you? Hi, I'm Dr. Joe Beam, founder of Marriage Helper. We've helped thousands of couples in this exact situation. We want to share with you the things you can do right now to start turning this crisis around. If you're somebody who's lying in bed, sobbing yourself to sleep because your husband has left you or walked out on you or your wife has left you and you think, oh, well, this is it now. It's not it. There is hope. We're going to teach you the three things you need to start doing immediately to get your spouse back. If your marriage is in crisis, you're not going to want to miss this special Save My Marriage event happening on lovestories.com. Sign up today for the free Save My Marriage mini course, premiering May 27th on lovestories.com. That's lovestories.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, Smart speakers tune in iheart or odyssey stuck in traffic we've got the answer plenty of volume delays this afternoon and an accident this is on the parkway west inbound at 79 jam from steubenville pike and on the parkway east really heavy on the inbound side forest hills to the squirrel hill tunnel and some volume delays outbound from bait street to the squirrel hill tunnel outbound 28 slow going from route 8 to delafield avenue still jammed westbound 70 that's from an earlier crash between taylorstown and old national pike that's a look at traffic i'm jenny robinson am 1250 the answer weather Mainly clear skies expected for tonight. A jacket may come in handy late. We'll reach a low of 52. Mostly sunny tomorrow. It'll be nice. A great day to be outside. The high 73. Patchy clouds for tomorrow night with a low of 50. Sunday, a nice end of the weekend. We'll see periods of clouds and sunshine. Expect a high Sunday of 78. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. 
This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. We've had uh, three major mass shootings in the last few weeks, uh, so it was inevitable that the the Democrats would do whatever they could to exploit them and try to push through useless gun control laws. Uh, The big guy went on national TV last night and made it clear what he'd like to do. And in case you missed our jerk of the week, Mondaire Jones, a congressman from New York, here's what he had to say a couple of days ago. We can't let you get away with this anymore. Enough is enough. Enough of you telling us that school shootings are a fact of life when every other country like ours has virtually ended it. Enough of you blaming mental illness and then defunding mental health care in this country. Enough of your thoughts and prayers. Enough. Enough. You will not stop us from advancing the Protecting Our Kids Act today. You will not stop us from passing it in the House next week, and you will not stop us there. If the filibuster obstructs us, we will abolish it. If the Supreme Court objects, we will expand it. And we will not rest until we have taken weapons of war out of circulation in our communities. Each and every day, we will do whatever it takes to end gun violence, whatever it takes. What we will do is not fail the children of this country the way that you have failed us. The generations of Columbine, Sandy Hook, Parkland, and Uvalde. Well, Jim Stoker has been in law enforcement for almost 30 years. He's on the board at Firearms Owners Against Crime. He joins us now. Jim, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for the invite. So uh, they're saying it out loud now. You heard it. Uh, but I'm guessing yeah. you were expecting this. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll destroy America to get what we want. Uh, that's a wonderful byline. Yeah. That's pretty much what he said there. So uh, just but basically that that the spew that he just spewed out there um is there anything is there anything new coming out of them uh are the people who think that, the, that those are the right answers and that's the way to fix this no there's gonna there's nothing new but there's also nothing there that works you know i mean it's i always argue we do everything we can to protect money art and everything else but our children are valuable and they're the one thing we don't protect appropriately i think Anybody that knows any even the slightest bit about security understands that, you know, you've got to harden a facility to keep someone from doing damage to it. And the idea is to make it so when these people who have these issues or, or whatever is driving them to to commit these acts, um, when they want to make that effort, they're put down outside the door instead of inside. Yeah, I want to get to that in a, in a couple minutes here about how to how to fix the schools and make them safer. But uh, we hear all the time from Democrats that we need sensible gun control. That's a word that's been out there. Well, it's always out there, but it's been out there again the last few weeks. Have you heard any proposals from them in the last couple of weeks that you would consider sensible? Their idea of sensible is, is elimination and confiscation. I mean, there's, I think we all know there's enough firearms out there that even if you wanted to, if the United States as a citizen turned around and said, hey, we're, we're going to do away with these, um, and everybody were on the same page, you would still have those few bad guys, a criminal element, whomever may be, that are going to resist that. And, and I don't see that. I mean, we, we have a Constitution for a reason. And it's not the, the law-abiding citizen that should pay the price for those few that want to run off the rails. Um, there's, there's, just, there's a better way to do it. And rather than spend the money actually investing it in protecting the children, they'd rather spend the money trying to push bills and argue for these, these legislative um, wormholes that aren't going to solve the problem and do nothing but punish the law-abiding citizen. Well, there there have been reports of Republicans uh, supposedly meeting with Democrats this past week or so uh, to come up with something that they think could get 60 votes in the Senate. Uh, should that worry gun owners that the, some Republicans are, are in with them now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I mean, right now we have a president that, that uses made-up terms like ghost guns and gun violence to come out and, and scare a populace into believing that somehow or other they're going to pass a new law that the criminals are going to obey this one. You know, the, the people that are that slide off the deep end in the mental health sector are going to suddenly go, oh, well, I'd like to do that, but I can't because there's a law that prohibits it. You know, they forget that the law, you know, murder is already on the books. And if that one's being ignored, I don't see where, you know, how you possess it or how you attain it is really going to have that big of an impact. Uh, from what you know about the three recent shootings, um, have, have you heard any proposal that would have prevented them? Aside from no. fixing the, you know, strengthening, some people are out there saying harden the, harden the target. But I mean, from the people who want uh, 
to do things aside from that? Have you heard it? Seriously, any proposal that you said, hey, there's the new one, I maybe we should look into that at least for a little bit and see if that would work? Um, th- there have been some proposals, I think, from what we would call uh, perhaps our side of the debate. Uh, I know there was a shooting recently in Mount Lebanon where the individual was involuntarily committed, and you have a mental health system that likes to give people the opportunity to voluntarily commit themselves prior to actually just taking them in on the involuntary. And in that case, you had an individual that was in and out in, in basically no time. They gave him that option. He signed himself out. And when he signed himself out, he went home and murdered his parents. And I, I don't think that that's something that was intended in the mental health system. I think when the police take someone in for an involuntary commitment, there there has to be evidence and act in furtherance that justifies that involuntary. And for you know, folks to say, oh, well, you know, we don't want that mark on his record or her record. I mean, it's being done for a reason. We shouldn't circumvent the system uh, because that's when you get what happened there in Mount Lebanon. So I, are there things to do in the mental health system? Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you heard the representative there screaming about defunding. Well, who's really been defunding it? If we've defunded the mental health system for 40, 50 years now, who's to blame for that? You know, I mean, Put some money back in the mental health system. Let's fix the, the mistakes and the errors that are being done in the court system that are letting some of these people um, continue to live a violent lifestyle. And, you know, let's address the, the laws we already have on the books instead of pretending that new ones are going to make a difference. Uh, so I guess that gets us to red flag laws. Are, is that something that can work in some form? I don't see it. Um, you know, the, the opposition likes to say they, they raise their banner and say it works, it works, it works. Um, most of the places that we've seen it applied, uh, we see the opposite. You know, um, it, it's not having an impact, certainly not having the impact they thought it would have. And unfortunately, you know, if, if anyone's per- uh, familiar with the protection from abuse system, uh, you can ask law enforcement. They see violations of people's rights in that protection from abuse system all the time, the due process is basically thrown out, and you're going to see the same thing if we enact it in a, in a red flag law or extreme risk protection order. You know, an, an allegation is made, a judge is going to be afraid not to uh, issue the order, because if he doesn't and then something does happen, he's worried that he's going to be you know, somehow seen as liable. So he's going to issue the order, and, and the, you know, the, the other side likes to say, well, there has to be evidence that supports it. And nine times out of ten, that's not true in the PFA system, so I don't see it being any different in the the red flag system either. So we'd rather not violate due process. We'd rather believe in the Constitution and stand by it. So it, so a red flag uh, approach is just, it it's, gives the, um, uh, one of the people in a, in, a, in a relationship, whether it would be a family issue or a husband and wife issue, to use that as a weapon. Uh, it will be weaponized against people, absolutely. And, and the question is, is it going to matter? You know, I mean, is it, so they talk about, you know, in, in America, we do an odd thing in that we include suicides in our gun death statistics. Yeah. I don't believe there's any other civilized country that does that. So that's over two-thirds of our gun death statistics, and it's used, again, to instill fear in people and make it seem like, you know, there, there's a, a violence problem out there that's, that's enormous. And, you know, when two-thirds of it's suicide, so if I take the gun away from someone who's intent on killing themselves, people act like they don't have other means. And, well, I'm here to tell you I've seen enough of it to know that there's plenty of other means. Yeah, uh, I think it's uh, most most um, gun deaths are suicide. Correct? Absolutely, over two thirds. Yeah. So, um, and it's it's that's barely mentioned. Uh, right. And, well, you have to you have to understand there's a propaganda war there, John, and, and there's there's a matter of them coming out and when they spill, you know, school shootings. If I go shoot out a window with a pellet gun in the middle of the night when no one's around, they count that as a school shooting. So, right. Um, gun violence includes gang warfare. You, know, you have one criminal element uh, wiping out another criminal element, and they're going to count that as a mass shooting statistic and use it. it you know, numbers scare people. It, it's the, I don't know what you want to call it. I don't want to call it glorification, but uh, they, they take this and they, they objectify it. They turn the numbers against us so that the, the average citizen is not going to take the time to look. And when they get sensationalized and put out there that way, they, they think there's an epidemic at hand when realistically there's a very, very small number of folks you know, their assault weapons ban is going to stop how many murders a year? I believe the statistic is around 350 homicides a year committed with a rifle. And that, that's not their so-called made-up assault rifle. That's any rifle. So we're going we're gonna to strip the rights of 300 million people, you know, not to minimize the deaths of those 359 folks. Right. But, uh, 330 million are going to pay the price because a couple people 
uh, don't do the right thing. Yeah, we're talking to Jim Stoker. He's been in law enforcement for uh, close to 30 years, and he's on the board at Firearms Owners Against Crime. Um, I, yeah, that the numbers that they give for the school shootings, as you said, they, they include any time a bullet flies through a school playground and hits somebody, it's called a school shooting, or, you know, if it's in the vicinity. Uh, and the the kind of school shooting that we saw in Texas is extremely rare, um, and I, I, I it's so horrific, and it gets such coverage that I think after a while people begin to think that this is everywhere. And, and I've actually I hear intelligent people say they're afraid to send their kids off to school because they're afraid of what's going to happen to them there. And the chances of them being involved in a school shooting is like one in six hundred million. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's you know uh, again the statistics get used to push an agenda. It turns into a propaganda machine. And, and I hate to say it, but, you know, we have folks on the other side of this issue that, that use the deaths of children to fight for an agenda. You heard the representative there say, you know, we're going to do what it takes if we have to expand the Supreme Court. I mean, right. never mind what the Constitution says. Never mind the foundations of a nation. We're going to do whatever it takes, which means you're going to rip down the fabric of an entire country to push your agenda because you're unhappy that half of us see it as unreasonable. And you've worked in law enforcement. Um, from what you've seen about the, the school shooting in Texas, how would you assess the job that they did there? And I know it's hard <laughs> from a distance, and you get the second guess and all that, but what, just in general, what would you think of it? Yeah, I, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, it, it sounds like there's a – I can imagine the chaos and the confusion in that situation. And we've had some, some incidents around here where chaos and confusion reigns in a mass shooting, and um, I can only imagine when you're dealing with a school full of children and trying to, to locate uh, a shooter inside a building of that nature. So it, depending on what news report you read, you know, one report will tell you that a team was in and they were trying to find the shooter. Another one will say they were held outside. And, you know, there are a number of jobs law enforcement take on a perimeter of a scene like that. And, and I can't quote or, or testify to who was inside or who was outside or how many men and women were in risking their lives trying to stop this kid or how many men and women were outside you know, stopping the parents from going in and complicating a, a difficult situation. So I, I don't want to criticize anybody without knowing the facts, and I, I don't think until we get a um, a full-blown report afterwards where they actually, you know, you know how it's going to go. They're going to they're going to tear down what the police did there one way or the other. And, we, and it's, it's unfortunate, but a lot of times what we have to tell the new guys in the job is, look, it used to be wrong. You're going to have two choices, A and B, and no matter which choice you make, somebody's going to tell you we're wrong. So I think we're going to see some of that as well. Now, um, you mentioned earlier about uh, making it uh, hardening the target and making it tougher for these guys who are so inclined to get into a school. Um, what about arming teachers? Yeah, it's uh, ironically, from what I understand, the, the Texas legislation or legislature turned down the FASTER program um, not long before this incident. And the FASTER program is just one of the programs that's offered out there to educate you know, teachers to train them up um, and, and qualify them with firearms and teach them when and when not to employ them. I understand they use a lot of police training and they, they train with police officers on active school shooters and things of that nature. So there's something that would it have made a difference. You know, I don't want to blame the legislature down there, but if you have a program like that and you have uh, volunteers, I mean, obviously you're not going to um, force someone to, to take that role, but if you have volunteers to do it, uh, the fastest response time is by somebody that's already there. I don't think anybody can argue that. And um, I, To me, it just seems the smarter thing. You know, we, we lock doors, and people say that they feel safer for it, but you know, it's a six-foot door and five feet of it are glass. You know, is it really going to stop anybody? So um, I've been to schools where the, the staff will say, oh, we have to make sure you have a key card so you can get in if something happens, and just kind of grin and look at them and go, oh, believe me, we're getting in if something happens. You know, So it's... Uh, you can walk around any of these schools, and, and I, you, know, you hear the argument, we don't want to turn our schools into prison. Well, that's great, but why don't we start educating the children that we're taking steps, we're using metal doors, we're using you know, uh, door bar situations, we're using um, tempered glass or a different glass structure to, for their safety. It's not to imprison them and keep them in. You know, kids feel like they're in prison no matter what when you put them in school. I know I did. So it's, it's one of those things where, you know, that that's just the life of being a kid and going through it. But if they understand that it's a measure for their safety, and I, I don't know, I'd rather risk a few hurt feelings over not being able to see the uh, the wildlife outside while I'm in geometry class over someone coming in with a, 
uh, a rifle or a handgun and doing some damage. Well, what's the? How do you balance though? Um, not scaring the kids into thinking that because uh, they watch TV, so all these kids have by now have seen something about this shooting in Texas. They've probably been told about it by their own teachers. Um, and how do you balance not? scaring this this kids more than they should be scared because of the microscopic chance that it could happen to them but also having them be prepared in case it does well that's that's part of it i mean you've got to show them that you're taking measures they're going to see the news especially the way it gets sensationalized now yeah as time goes by i mean it's all over the internet the media continues to push then you see the political narratives out there Um, the kids are going to see it and the parents are going to talk about it so why don't we train them for it? You know, why don't we work on They do have active shooter training in schools, what to do when this happens, what X, Y, and Z, and their teachers are involved. Show them that you're taking steps, you know, school police officers and armed school resource officers, um, security measures as in replacing glass doors, and, and maybe we work on facilities that have ground-level windows and how we're going to manage that situation. You know, can, can children be moved to the inside portion of the building where there are no outward-facing windows in these drills? And, and there's things you can prepare for. There's nothing out there that's that's going to prevent a determined attacker from, you know, if they're willing to sacrifice their life to reach an objective, they're going to be able to do some damage. Mm-hmm. So what we want to do is we want to try to minimize that and, and prepare for it as well as we can. Now, again, do you turn the school into a prison? I don't, I don't think you have to go that far. But I think that if children see that you're taking steps and that the school is actively participating in what it takes to defend them and keep them safe, they'll feel a little bit better and maybe even develop a little bit of pride about where they are and have an understanding that, in in times of a crisis, there are people here that are going to look out for me, and, and that's what I need. Do you find do you put it this way? Do you, do you buy the theory that just the, getting the word out that there are teachers or other people in there who are armed would it work as much of a? I know it may have, have to be some kind of a deterrent, but to what degree is it a deterrent for people like this uh, maniac who shot the kids in Texas? Well, I mean, I, you can only go by the past, and I think what we see is the majority of these targets um, take the shooting up in Buffalo. It's not a school, but an armed guard there, but he was outgunned. You know, I mean, uh, the bad guys don't want to die for their cause. They want their cause to be heard first. They're not going to go in there, and, and they're not making a statement if they die in the doorway. So they're going to look for soft targets. They're, they're, some of these are very manipulative, and they're calculated plans. I mean, they're going to the point of working out what type of weapons loads and body armor and all these other issues that they can to try to be as successful as possible. Well, in thinking so, if they look at a school and they go, well, there's five armed guards in that one, or that they engage this, this armed teacher program, and yet you know, two, maybe two cities over there's not, maybe they're going to travel a little bit. And I'm not saying you're, you want to sacrifice another place, but if, if all the schools start to become known as a, at least a difficult target, then maybe they stop being targets at all. Well, that's uh, that's an approach that actually, you know, makes some sense, Jim. Uh, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, Absolutely, anytime. And, and uh, I'm out of time, but uh, thanks again, Jim Stoker, and it's uh, Firearms Owners Against Crime. Thanks, Jim. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. Today, the majority of children have already been exposed to pornography by age 11. Even though most of this is accidental, this exposure can have disastrous consequences for their mental health and future well-being. If you want to protect your child and set them up to have healthy relationships, you need Canopy. Canopy is the most effective technology on the planet for blocking pornography. 
Canopy's app uses artificial intelligence to identify and filter explicit content on every website. It can do this in milliseconds and is 99.9% accurate. While other apps block entire pages, Canopy is the only tool that filters within websites, plucking out explicit images and videos before they appear. Its image scanning technology also prevents users from taking and sending sexts. The Internet is awash in pornography, but your kids don't have to see it. Head on over to canopy.us forward slash protect to start your 30-day free trial. Enter the promo code PROTECT and get 15% off the regular price for life. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, as a public service, we've spent uh, way too much time talking about drag queens this week. But I came across uh, a website called dragqueenstoryhour.org. So if you are a member of an organization and you'd like to have some disgusting-looking man uh, who's ugly as a man and probably pretty fat, put women's clothes and makeup on and come and dance in front of your kids, this is the way to do it, baby. Dragqueenstory.org. They'll come over, they'll, they'll run around looking uh, like they're trying to be, acting like they're sexy women when they're actually going to be fat men with really ugly faces and bad makeup. Uh, you can get them. Uh, that's just, you just uh, contact dragqueenstory.org. And uh, they will uh, they will schedule a, 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 an event for you. It's uh, they have a, a website here with some with some um, frequently asked questions. And uh, why do we, why do you only have drag queens? What about drag kings? See, I've been asking that question. Where are the where are the men? Where are the women? Who, where are the ugly women who try who, who who do a really good job of becoming even uglier men? Why don't we see them? But it says uh, Drag Queen Story Hour started off as a drag queen-focused program, but many of our chapters now offer programming led by drag performers of all gender presentations, expressions, and identities. And uh, if you want to if you want to uh, contact uh, dragqueenstory.org, uh, just call 1-800-376-PUKE, P-U-K-E. I'll talk to you on Monday. John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.